Anthony Broom, by the way, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line from the Wolverine.com. And Anthony, I should have listened to you. I should have jumped right on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you said the money line plus 390 at halftime, take Rutgers. That paid off big time. Yeah, I swear, you know, I'm not ever, you know, I don't know that I'll be able to beat the insider trading allegations that come out of that, but, uh, God, it's like, uh, I'm, I mean, it's the same thing we've seen all year. You get up to, you get out to a lead at halftime. Sometimes you build that lead up to double digits. And then when it all comes crashing down, it doesn't matter if you're Purdue or you're Rutgers, like you go on a run and you run this team out of the building and it's, um, I mean, it's it's tough to say that a game like Saturday is like rock bottom. Like, relatively speaking, it is, given that it was a game between the two worst teams in the Big Ten. But, you know, when you give up a 37-12 to 12 run against a mm. team that, coming into the game, uh, Ken Palm had as the number 300 offense in college basketball. I mean, if you're not going to get the job done then, I mean, it's, what are we even doing here, right? So, it's... Uh, it's bleak right now, and and the tone has changed from four competitors only to Jawan saying maybe he should play his walk-ons and, and kind of you know he's always kind of shielded his players from criticism. But Saturday night he has a post-game press conference where he kind of starts to go in on him a little bit, saying I should play my walk-ons and you know these big runs are all about pride and all that. And you know a lot of that um, you know when that comes from Tom Izzo, a guy who you know has a track record of squeezing every drop out of his team and he's going to have them ready to go when it's NCAA tournament time. It's one thing, but you know, this has been, uh, this has really been three years in a row where it's been a drop off. And to me, you don't get to do the, you know, the, the, well, in year two, we did this and year three, we did this because you just made the point that you're, that you have regressed and, I know there's a lot of new parts on this team, but it's, you know, when you're in the first week of February and you're talking about guys buying in, I mean, that, that ship has sailed two paces out of the tube. Anthony, I, I don't hear Juan talk about, I could be a better coach. I don't hear that. Uh, our staff could be better throwing the players under the bus. Isn't going to help anything. I agree with you on Rutgers and that run, which was stunning to end it, but it's not getting better. It won't get better. I've been saying this. Uh, all season long. Uh, there is a pattern. He doesn't have a lot of experience as a head coach. This is his first stop, I think, as a head coach. Uh, outside of some interim stuff or scrimmages, I'm just talking about, you know, uh, on the door. And he just, there's no rhyme or reason to anything he does. Uh, the players aren't responding. So now he lines it up on the postgame presser. Still nothing about I could be better, I could... Do more. We need to take a time out there. Just your award manual. Uh, he gave him an open vote of support. What you know, nine days ago. What do you, What do you do if they finish dead last in the Big Ten, and it's the third straight year of nose diving basketball at the University of Michigan? Your award manual. What do you do? It's tough because you know I've seen a lot of people equate it to you know the COVID season with with football and Jim Harbaugh and um, you know Ward Manuel likes to give himself a lot of credit for being brave enough to not fire Jim Harbaugh, but it's not even close to the same situation. Uh, Harbaugh was a guy that had a track record of winning. Um, you know they discuss things as they do at the end of every season, and 
discussed a path forward and, and decided on a path forward. And obviously, you fast forward three years later, you see where Michigan football is at. You know, with with Jawan Howard, I don't know. Like right now, this is the audition, right? You know, if you can pull your team out of you know the depths of of the abyss and where they're at, but you know, as we get further and further into it, you know, the, a lot of these, you know, they're they're not getting better. They're regressing in a lot of areas. Um, you know, the effort fluctuates. Um, you know, we're in an era now where again, I know. NIL and its lack of the lack of progress on NIL in Michigan is kind of kind of a through line with all of their issues as in the athletic department right now. But when you feel a roster in basketball where you know one guy or two guys can make a huge difference, it is it is a bit of a hindrance. But you know they have I don't know that he has a vision, and it's not I don't know that Juwan Howard has the the self awareness and and the ability to look in a mirror and evaluate what needs to change. I mean, clearly, I mean, it could have been the emotions of a game, but Saturday night he didn't have, you know, he he didn't have, you know, an idea of what to change other than being um, kind of sarcastic about playing walk-ons and saying that the things that they do work and, and it's proven to work. Well, no, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked in two and a half years. Really, that season as they made the Sweet 16, you don't take that away from them. I mean, good job on the team to do that, but – um, on the same token, they had a lot of those same issues during that year too. You went almost the entire season without a ton of signature wins, and you know now, I mean, they could win out, and they're not making the NCAA tournament now. Like it, it, that's how bad things have gotten. So I don't know what the sell is. Um, you know, you're, I don't know that you're going to come out of the season with anything to hang your hat on as something that can be progress because, you know, I assume. And again, I'm not. I don't like speculating with players, but. With the way the transfer portal is now, I mean, we saw you lost an All-American last year to the portal because of NIL, because of the trajectory of the program. I mean, even if you have guys that have breakout performances here down the stretch, there's no guarantee they're not going into the portal. And, and they didn't bring in a recruiting class, really. I mean, they have one guy in George, in George Washington who just hasn't played a lot. They're not going to have a big recruiting class for next year. So it's another offseason where you have to almost completely – augment your roster through the transfer portal again. And when you're just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it gels, sometimes it works like it did with Penn state last year. And sometimes it happens, you know, what's going on, you know, what's going on in Michigan, I think is a lot more probably likely uh, in terms of what could happen again next year. So I don't know what the path forward is. I mean, I think you're probably looking at a total and complete rebuild regardless. And, and if you have to do that, it begs the question why you know, what do you do with your head coach? And I don't know. It feels like we're barreling towards a change. And it's felt like that for a while. Um, I don't know if the athletic director sees it that way, but that's what people with eyeballs see. So we'll see. Yeah, and if you're going to compare it to Harbaugh, maybe you tell Juwan to take uh, half the pay and go earn a new deal. Uh, we'll see. Anthony Broom, the team at the Wolverine.com, all over Juwan Howard, Michigan Hoops, and Sharon Moore's. First off season as Michigan's head football coach, all that at the Wolverine.com. AB, appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you guys.